Business Tech Weekly Podcast Episode 29. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Trop. We're here each week to try to share with you technology tips and advice that's going to help you, the small to medium-sized business owner, become more productive and even perhaps even, yeah, more profitable. How's that? We sure hope you're more profitable if you're more productive because <laughs> the whole point of being productive is to make more money and help more people. So I uh, maybe a little bit more than just to make more money. Well, not just, sorry. All right. Picking out my words. Sorry about the, the intro there. It kind of threw me off for a second. I, I'm like, man, it, it, I haven't, I haven't really previewed that song too much and it kind of threw me off. But anyway, there's our new intro music, by the way. <laughs> is that debatable or is that? I, d- d- no, it's not set in stone. If you want to go find some music and <laughs> send it over to it. me. You go find something else. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> so it, it may not be permanent, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Debatable. It's, it's debatable. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of had uh, been going back and forth. I, I kind of like the old GSPN.TV theme song where every, every, every episode of every podcast has the same theme song, but some other people have said, you know, ah, why don't you uh, try, try some different music for some different shows? And, and so I, I figured, you know, okay, I'll give it a shot. So, yeah, We'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You, you got to be willing, uh, willing to change your biz every once in a while. That's but, right. Uh, and and here's the deal. You know, er, we can if you try something new and it doesn't work. Well, guess what? You just move on and do you know do it differently. Amen. So I'm not afraid to try new things. How about you? Heck no! I did. Uh, I started a podcast about 29 episodes with a guy named Cliff Ravenscraft, and that's working out nicely. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is actually working out very well, I think, for both of us. And I'm pretty excited to hear that not only did you launch this <laughs> podcast, but I just heard that you launched a brand new podcast. Brand spanking new. You're going to get a complete, well, maybe not a complete other side, but totally different topic. How to be a better husband. So be a better husband podcast.com. I um, <laughs> spent most of the day with you, Cliff, even though I wasn't on GSPN going through the the WordPress for podcasters and making sure I, you know, crossed my T's and dotted my I's and did all the things that uh, you taught us to do in your awesome tutorials. So, um, yeah, it's up there. Very cool. Betterhusbandpodcast.com. Nice. Uh, And uh, if there's anything that's not done correctly, blame Cliff. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It's all done really well. I think it looks pretty sharp. I'm happy with it. And I've got uh, three interviews I've done already and, just have to do a little post-production and uh, we'll get them up there. But I have my, my first one, just sort of the hello, welcome to the show sort of up. So excited right. about that. And you can find that, of course, at BeABetterHusbandPodcast.com. Amen. All right. So check that out, folks. Um, also, uh, talking about trying something new, you and I both have a brand new piece of equipment for our business. <laughs> Hey, dude, I held out for like 48 hours. I know you did. My willpower was unbelievable there. So I am, I'm so shocked that you held out that long. (laughs) So, so, so so you want to tell the world what we have? Uh, we bought iPads. Yeah. Probably the exact same one. 16 gig Wi-Fi. Yes. You need not 32, not 64 gig and not with 3G because those are not even out yet, but 16 gig, um, 
Wi-Fi enabled iPads from Apple. Yes. Computer company in California. That's absolutely correct. And I, I'll just say that I originally decided that I was going to purchase one uh, as soon as it came out. I got in line. I, I stood in line for two and a half hours waiting in to anxiously waiting to get my iPad and I was happy to get one. And here's the situation. I, I decided I was going to buy it because I have desperately wanted, been wanting to read a lot of eBooks. Right. I had purchased the Amazon for Kindle uh, or the Amazon Kindle for iPhone and basically, um, I decided that, you know, the screen is, it, I can read it, but it's not a pleasurable experience. If I could have a bigger <laughs> screen to read yeah. the, this book, it would be nice. And of course, it's like somebody says, well, what does an iPad really d- replace? Well, number one, it would replace me trying to read that little tiny screen on my iPhone to read a book, which, by the way, I've read entire books on my iPhone and wow. and and successfully and and you know what I, it it was is it was an en- somewhat enjoyable experience but it, it's just like man it's it's a strain i knew that i wasn't reading as much as i would if the screen was bigger here's right. the other thing i am definitely not going to sit here and read it on my desktop because if i'm in front of my computer there are more productive things to be doing right now now that's debatable i think that probably reading a book should be a little bit higher on my priority list which is again the thing is, though, it's it's all about, you know, this temp- temptation, uh, you know, the email inbox is calling out my name and yeah, and all the other things are just calling out my name. And, and so it's like it's nice to be able to get out of the studio and and you may maybe just sit back and kick back on the on the couch. You know, I throw a couple pillows behind me and just lay back on the couch and read a book. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, I'm not going to do that on my laptop, you know, with that big bulky keyboard and just folding it up and that big, huge device. So I decided, you know what, the, the, the iPad is going to be a perfect device for me to read eBooks. And I happened to feel confident that they were going to bring the Kindle application for the iPad out. And they did. And it far exceeds my expectations. Yeah, mine as well. And, and it's, it's funny. This is one of those stories of the power of Twitter. I sent out a, a Twitter uh, a tweet, sorry, sent out a tweet about, um, just to, basically said this, if the iPad doesn't have a Kindle app, I will not buy it, period. I will not, it's not even an option unless it has a Kindle app. And someone from the New York Times, and a, a reporter, read that. He was just doing a search and he called me and he said, hey, can I interview for a story <laughs> for the New York Times? And I'm like, sure. How'd you find me? He said, oh, you sent out a Twitter message about the iPad. So I got interviewed. He didn't quote me, but I read the article. It was a good article even without me. But it it, uh, it does have the Kindle app. I've used that app more than probably any other app on there. And um, it, it, you know, my wife and I can sit there and uh, read the Bible together. And I can, um, you know, I can, I mean, I downloaded another new book last night. So I, uh, I, I really, really, really like that application. I think the settings on it are very, uh, intuitive and you can read in the pitch black dark or you can read in the middle of the day and it uh it's a great app i really like it now you know that you can highlight text on there and also highlight text and then add a note you can type in yeah, notes and stuff they need a third option they need it so you can highlight it and add a note with one button like because i i like to highlight and add notes to things yes <laughs> and uh and so you have to highlight it and then go back and then add a note but yeah Maybe they'll add that uh, later. But no, I, it's very slick. I use the highlight all the time. My wife was yelling at me the other night. We started reading First Corinthians together. And, 
And I kept stopping and highlighting. She's like, um, sweetie, you need to just keep reading because you're slowing us down. Huh. But uh, it's, now, now it's wait a second. Now, now, you're using the Kindle app to do that, to, to read the Bible? Or did you buy a Bible yep. in Kindle yep. form? Yeah, like six bucks. Really? So, what version yeah. did you get? Just NIV. Really? Yeah, it's like five ninety nine. Huh. I uh, was pleased with it. You know, and the only weird thing about that is, you know, just with the placeholder, it's not like a normal book where you're going to go in one spot all the time and just go forward. Yeah. You're going to jump around. So the Kindle isn't great for, you know, it'll remember where you were, but it just, you know, the Bible's not a book you just read from A to Z. Right. But uh, no, but I mean, you know, that's what I'll be using. Excuse me. That's what I'll be using for, um, for my, you know, study and my, you know, at church and things like that because I bought it. I own it. Right. Amazon's not going out of business. You know, yeah. I've used the ESV version. Someone's mentioned in the chat room. Um, you know, so there's some different ones out there, but I, I want something that's going to be around that I own. Yeah. So well, I, like the, it. I do want to tell you, I do like the U version of, of the Bible. If you look up U version Bible and it is a free app and it yeah. has all, if you have, if you do have Wi-Fi access, it has pretty much all the versions yeah. available yeah. and yeah. there are several that are available for download, but you know, NIV is not one of them. New living translations, not one of them. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that so so knowing that there's an NIV version, uh, I wonder if the NLT is available as well. The, if they're available for seven eight bucks, then heck yeah, I'll I'll go buy this, put them on there, just so I have them for offline reading. Uh, yeah. The other thing that I got this for, um, I have not read blogs in forever. Andy, do you yeah. read a lot of blogs? You know, here's the thing. I, I I the answer is yes. I like to use a service called Feedly, which is basically takes Google Reader and just makes it a little bit more attractive. But um, they're developing a Feedly app for the um, for the iPad, so that'll help a lot. But uh, the answer is, I don't just like most things. I don't read them as much as I would like. Um, but but uh, this is this is helping my consumption big time, which is going to be one of the points of that we'll talk about today. Is what is it good for? You know, yeah. what is the iPad good for? So. How about you and blogs? Are you reading well, a ton more? Well, the thing is, is back, you know, back before podcasts and before I had my own business and before all this other stuff, I used to read blogs all the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, you know, I used to do tons of blogging back in the day. And, and so I would read everything, try to keep up with everybody. Uh, you know, these days when I'm in front of a computer, I've usually got a lot of other things just distracting me and pulling my attention away from reading somebody's blog. Uh, and this includes, you know, news RSS feeds from technology sites and all this other stuff. Seth, you know, Seth Godin has an amazing blog. Brian Tracy. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. I like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's amazing. It is amazing. You know, Seth Godin's like, he's not a hit and miss. He's like hit, 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 miss. Yeah. And then hit, hit, you know, a thousand times. Yeah. It, it, it's an awesome blog. But you know what? I, I just never got around to reading it. Uh, it's just, and, and of course there is the, you know, the, the iPhone apps to help you to do this. But again, it's just nothing that's a pleasurable reading experience. Mm-hmm. And for me, I use Google Reader to manage all of my stuff. Now, I still don't like Google Reader on the iPad, like on the browsing the web. I don't, I don't think Google's great at UI. No. You know, graphical, you know, or GUI, I guess no. I should say. Graphical user interface. But um, what I did do is I went and got a, an application for the iPad. And this is what it's great for. Uh, feed Feedler. And it's actually F-E-E-D-D-L-E-R. You have to have two D's in there for some reason. If you actually search it for the other one, they don't even have the keyword, so you'll never find it. So it's <laughs> F-E-E-D-D-L-E-R. 
They have a free yeah. they have a free version that's app uh, that is advertising supported. Uh, but I went ahead and bought the one that got rid of the advertisements. And let me tell you why I love this. And number one, it you just give it your Google reader account information, log in with your username and password, and yep. it goes in and it gives you the access to see all your starred stuff, your shared stuff, and and things like that. And it shows you all the feeds that you're subscribed to. And if you have folders set up like I do, uh, they're all in categories under folder tabs and stuff like that. Right. And just off the fly, you can just easily see, you know, what what categories or what folders have unread items in them. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. I can click the sync button at the top on, on the list, and then I can actually do sync all feeds. Now, when I do that, it takes about... Uh, maybe 20 seconds, sometimes as little as 10 seconds, depends on how long it's been since I've synced, but about 20 seconds. And after 20 seconds of it syncing, I can then close the application and I can walk away from a Wi-Fi spot. Uh, I can be out anywhere without any internet connection and all the feeds that I subscribe to have been downloaded. All of those, all of those, all the content is there on my hard drive. So the next time that I hit sync, though, is it going to know what I've read? Yes. Okay. That, yes. See, that's the thing that people, I mean, and again, you know, we're going to be kind of all over the place today because Cliff and I, just, we found a new love, the iPad. But but well, let's go down the reader route because I think I, I did a call to this week for the Free Agent Academy and it was about um, stop retweeting and start creating content because I know these folks and all they do is just regurgitate content. They don't come up with any original ideas, you know? Um, and, and it, it's very frustrating, but the thing that is important about getting in content, which I think the iPad does better than anything I've ever experienced in my entire life is RSS feeds and Google reader and Feedly, which I use on my desktop. Those are all just amazing ways of taking in a tremendous amount of content. And, uh, you know, it's just, and it's weird. I'm going to use a weird word here. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we've ever used this word on business tech weekly. The intimacy of the iPad is why I love it so much. Right. Yes. Is that a weird word? No, no, no. <laughs> do do you agree though? No, I, I agree. Yeah, it, it's, it's a very personal device. It's one that you you can you can cuddle up to even. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Let's go. Different direction. Different yeah. direction, yeah. So, no, but but it, no, it is. It, it is something that feels more natural. It, it's more natural. It doesn't feel like a computer. You no, know, it doesn't. It doesn't it does, feel and, like a computer. Yeah. It feels like, it just feels like something that's natural that you want to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's really cool. All right. So, but basically, you know, reading other people's blogs and also not only that, but but also keeping up with tech news and stuff like that. That's stuff I'm really interested in. I mean, I want to, especially productivity blogs. Anybody that blogs about how to be, how to use technology to be more productive, I want to learn that. And of course, as I apply those things, I want to come here and share that with you. So basically, what this means is my purchase of an iPad is going to increase the amount of value that I bring to Business Tech Weekly um, as lo- as well as all of the other shows that I produce. Right. Well, and and here's I think here's the interesting thing about uh, I didn't I'll, I'll send you one of these but the, I think the shareability or the ability to share is is what I think another thing that separates the iPad apart because there's so many things that you have that you want to share with people and the iPad, the iPad takes that under consideration, so it's very easy if I f- see something I like to hit a share or a forward or whatever it might be, and and either mark it later or email it to myself or whatever, I, or send it to you. 
my son, there's this drawing application and you kind of doodle stuff and my son just loves it. So he's doodling. We're doing this last night before going to bed and he's doodling and he's drawing pictures and yada, yada. And I'm like, sweetheart, look at this picture. She's like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. I'm like, yeah, I just emailed it to you. She's like, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, it just has this button. It says email. You know, and it, there's so many things about content that we love, but how do we get them out to people and how do we, you know, keep track of them? And this device, Cliff, I, it, it's uh, it's very personal, but I, I've get, I'm getting through more and more content and I'm sharing more and more content than I ever did in front of a PC. And it, it was really hard because my wife said, okay, why are we getting this thing? Tell me what it does. And I decided I had to look her in the eye and say, you just need to trust me. Like, you need to trust me that this will really change the way we experience technology in our house. And it really has. Yeah. I mean, she's not a techie, but, um, you know, she really likes, you know, she, she likes that we have this device that's not obtrusive, um, that I can't do a ton of production on. Yes. Uh, it, that, I, and that, she likes that. Yeah. I, I love that too. That's one of my favorite things. And it's one of, you know, and I joked around and, and said on, on started things off with help. I got a Mac this morning when I was sharing about it, you know, the, the most, most of the people that I talk to and I see tweeting about the iPad, you know, overwhelmingly the, the response is, you know, how underwhelmed they are, how disappointed they are. And I said that that's the majority of what I hear, but there's one thing that every single one of those people have in common. None of them own an iPad. The the the, the critics, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have not run into a, an iPad owner that is not completely wowed by this thing. Now, yeah, and, and you can't. Ha- not that many people are talking themselves into it. I mean, there's an element of that we have to address. Like, of course, you think it's great. You spent 500 bucks on it. You know. But you know what? If I was that upset with it, and I knew this. I could take it back. Yeah. You know, I could. I can take it. I can take it back. They would. They would take it back, and someone else will buy it. So uh, I, and, and and we'll get into how we can use the iPad in business. Uh, but I think specifically the technology. You know, I, friends, don't. I just think the media, because they have to sort of be balanced and tell the other side of it. That it's like, what's wrong with the iPad? What's good with the iPad? I can't think of very many things that that's wrong with the iPad. I, I w- it doesn't have a camera. It doesn't have. It's like you know what? That's fine. But you know, my bicycle doesn't have an engine. I don't. I'm not. I don't think it's a bad bicycle because it doesn't have an engine. Right. It's only built to do certain things. And of course, we all know they have version 38 already. But they're a smart company. They're going to hold back some stuff. Yeah. Well, here and here's the thing about this. Um, you know, for me, I don't want all that functionality. I, I don't, not right now. Um, and I, I think this is perfect for exactly what I bought it for. And I got so much more. Um, uh, the other thing that I want to say is that, um, uh, what was I going to say that let, let's talk, let's talk about, Oh no, the negatives, the negatives. I do want to sure, say, yeah. I do want to share. There are a couple negatives. Number one, it is Wi-Fi only, which means that if you leave the house, a lot of the things that I've come to love about the iPad immediately z- cease to be, if you know efficient right. uh so so there are i've i've learned that this thing is great for consuming web content uh actually mm-hmm. browsing the web is yeah. an amazing experience on this yeah. Yeah. uh websites all over the world are changing to become html5 compliant mm-hmm. uh, i'm slowly transli- transitioning even some of my own webs all well, actually eventually all of my websites to where they look great on the ipad 
Yeah. But but here's the deal. Um, there are some negatives. I will tell you, this is a one point five one and a half pound device. It is a little bit heavy. Yeah. It's, it's a little heavy. If you are holding it for an extended amount of time, and trust me, if you own one, you will be holding it for an extended amount of time. Uh, <laughs> but if you're holding it, for, it, it, you start, I don't know about you, Andy, but I start to feel the wear in the wrist. I don't, frankly, I just, I, I, I figured that pretty quickly to where I just don't hold it very much. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't hold it a whole lot just by itself. I'm usually propping it up you know, up, up against something, which is kind of a pain. That's why I'm excited about getting a case for it that has a prop on it. But yeah, it, it is a little, it is a little heavy, but obviously they've packed a lot of stuff into yeah. that. But I, I tell you, there, there are ways that I found that, you know, when I'm sitting down, you know, I try to hold it in a way where it's kind of sitting in my lap or, you right. know, so, so yeah, I, there, there are ways around that. It, I mean, it's not terribly heavy, but it, I mean, it's heavy. I mean, I, I'm going to say that that is, you know, if there's a drawback that, you know, something that, you know, it, it, it's a heavier device. I think they could have made it lighter. Yep. But it would not be anywhere. I mean, do they have to use the aluminum? No. No, no they could have done just like the, the cheaper MacBook. You know, they could have made this a plastic piece, but then everyone would have gone, oh, it feels cheap. You yeah. know? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the video. It's been viewed over a million times. Some some kid bought two iPads, and he just beat the junk out of one of them with a bat. <laughs> I mean, he just destroyed it. And it's just because he wanted to do a YouTube video and be seen. But the funny thing is, the kid, he's like, oh, I love Steve Jobs. He's a genius. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah. He's like, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to destroy an iPad and see what it would be like. But my point is this. He just he, he beat the junk out of that thing. And it was still like, I mean, it was dead and it was falling in pieces. But the back panel piece, was in, it, was still, it was still in one piece, you yeah. know? So, you know, there's, there's this piece of it where people want to criticize it. But at the end of the day... What it does, it does very, very well. Right. Um, the let's see here. Uh, so yeah, that I think that this, the, those are the two big things. Is is the you know the no access to Wi-Fi when you when you're out and about. Um, the three G model obviously will take care of that. But not only that, but I think there are going to be other options available to us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there there are there are devices out there that you can uh, turn into you buy as wireless hotspots. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you carry around with you. Um, there, are, of course, are ways to take your existing iPhone and and turn it into a, a, a tethering machine and stuff like that. I, there are some things out there that will allow you to get it without the 3G model. But the 3G model, I think, would be nice to have for when I'm away from the house. And, you know, 29 bucks a month or whatever, not that much for now. As, it, it, as, as much as I see it, this thing as being useful as it is, I will tell you that if it had, if mine had 3G, I would consider actually getting rid of my iPhone and just mm-hmm. going to a standard cheap, tiny little phone. Yeah. And, as, and the other stipulation would be that I would need to find, I, I, I'm actually not wanting to get a cover. I think what I want to get is I want to get a hard plastic case right? that, you know, is going to protect this thing so that, you know, I can carry it around and, and stick it in between my car seat and the console as I'm driving and then pull it out. Uh, something that, you know, if I, if I'm going on an appointment, I can throw it into like a laptop bag or something like that. I mean, I, I want this thing to go with me everywhere. Yeah. And that's weird because it's this weird in between device and suddenly you want to take it everywhere with you, Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it, it is what it is. And I, I want to make sort of a business, you know, sort of a step way back real quick and make a business point. I think what Apple did really well, and I think you can, you know, we can all take this away in our business is, you know what? This category 
other people were talking about it, but no one had really done it yet. And I think a lot of people would say, well, I don't want to be the first because obviously someone's going to take my idea and improve it. And that might be true. But at the end of the day, I feel like they said, you know what, we're going to be the first and the best for a while. And, and I, think, I think they've accomplished that. So how does that relate to us for Business Tech Weekly? If no one has done something, don't think it's no one's done it because it's a bad idea. Maybe do it because, you know, you can you can do it really, really well. Um, you know, there, there, there are things that you can do for the first time with a new, someone's making reference to the Newton in our, uh, in our, um, chat room. I, I don't think it's comparable based on the technology we have today. So if there's a product or a service that no one offers, you know, give it a shot. Maybe you, instead of being crazy, you'll be a revolutionary because I think crazy people and revolutionaries are just a few molecules off. You know what I mean? Yes. They're not, they're not that different. Yep. Hey, um, a couple of, let's, let's start talking about how we foresee this thing helping with our business. Yeah. Do you have any, any ideas, any thoughts yet? Yeah. This morning I was meeting with a client and I got it out and, and part of it for you and I, I'll, I'll say the sort of the emotional one, which is it, it's cool looking like, and not a lot of people have them. So when I pulled this thing out and this is one of the clients that I do consulting with, she was like, Whoa, you know, and I've never seen anyone pull out a Dell and people are like, whoa, nice Dell. You know what I mean? Like, it, you just, you, they just don't say that. So the, part of it is there is a cool factor to it. Like, it is a very unique device. And I think if you do consulting and things like that, I think people want to know that you're sort of on the, on the front edge of things, even if it costs you more and even if, you know, other people wouldn't have done it. I, I think part of it is we're willing to go out there and test things because we're just geeky enough to do that. Uh, the other way that I think it's helped my business is I think – um, depending on what you do for a living. But for me, I can show people, I can navigate through things really easily on it in a different way than I can with my laptop. Um, and, and honestly, it's a more personal experience when I'm sitting with someone. Uh, I honestly think that the biggest category of people that should own iPads are realtors because the way you can show pictures and interact with maps and things like that is is just amazing. It's yeah. incomparable to a laptop. But for my business, A, it's kind of a cool factor. <laughs> and B, just when I'm talking with people, even taking notes, uh, it's not as obtrusive as a laptop. I mean, I can kind of sit there and kind of doodle with it versus typing away. Um, so th- those are just a few ways, personally. All what right. about you? Well, for me, let me just tell you, the email client on this thing mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, The keyboard, both the vertical keyboard and the landscape keyboard, they're both awesome. I never enjoyed typing email on my iPhone. I mean, it is a total (laughs) pain in the rear end to type a, I mean, I don't even like to, I, 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 I almost hate typing Twitter messages, 140 characters on my iPhone. I'm, I mean, that's the extent that I, I mean, if I was going to email, respond to an email you sent me. I would I would respond to it, you know, in 140 characters or less if I sent it from my iPhone on my iPad. However, I can actually read the email. I can see it all on one screen for the most part. I can hit reply and I can type pretty darn fast. Yeah, and uh, you're going to get better. We're, we're all going to get better at it. It's not a keyboard, people. We know that like it's not a physical keyboard, but uh, it's got the autocorrect on it, you know, so it helps out in some ways. And, you know, and you're getting better all the time. I, I, I think it's as good as it could be for now. 
Yeah, um, it, I love it. I I, I don't. I yeah. I mean, it is amazing. Um, much better, much better than I anticipated. Period. I mean, the iPhone or the iPod Touch is what I used to have. You know, I think that keyboard for what it is was good. It was the best it could be. But at the end of the day, you got a finger size four and a keyboard size one. You know, one's one's too big for the other. Yeah. This one, the size factor. I, I actually think, in some ways, I can almost do some things faster with this because my fingers have a, you know less far to travel. Yes, it um, it is awesome. Yeah. It's it, great. So, uh, I, and by the way, when I bought this thing, I had no anticipation of actually even loading email on it. Now, <laughs> now I actually, I actually enjoy, um, responding to email from my iPad from the comfort of my, of my chair in my family room. If I yeah. desire, if I desire to do so, uh, so that, that's really awesome. Uh, the other thing is the calendar on this system is amazing. I, it, it is beautiful. Cliff. What? Your YouTube video. I don't, how many views do you have on that thing now? Uh, I, I haven't checked. You I mean, go check real quick. Okay, so Cliff makes this video for people. If you've used Google Apps and you have multiple calendars, which I do, and it's so funny, Cliff, because I was searching for how to sync my multiple calendars with this, and I saw someone answer it, but then you did a, a video tutorial on it, and I was like, oh, like I saw the text, and then later I saw within 24 hours. But you know, I, there's hundreds of thousands of people that that applies to. That have Google Apps use multiple hey, calendars. Hey, Ravenscraft here. Sorry, and, cast answer. It's okay. Go ahead. So it, this video applies to so many people. Um, you know, my my highest rated video ever uh, or blog post was about Tungle and WordPress working together because it was just a problem that so many people, you know, didn't know how to fix it. And how many views do you have now on YouTube? It, it's actually surprisingly low. It's only 185. Oh, it slowed down big time because in the first like 12 hours, I had like 120 or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so I imagine it would get more. It's a phenomenal one. It, here's and, the and deal. My calendar is beautiful now. Check this out. If, if, you, uh, if you type in to Google how to sync Google, let's see, how to sync Google Calendar with iPad. Let's see. Uh, or maybe I think it's because it's multiple. Um, if you do multiple calendars, multiple calendars with iPad and I show up like, um, I think I was like third in the list earlier today, but anyway, yeah, but I would think it would have turned up more. But the thing is though, is, is that it gave me the, it did give me the opportunity to put a video out. Now it's been retweeted quite a bit and some folks really got some value from it. And you know what? It's all about me being able to provide value to people. So yeah, I, I did create a little video that talked about something, how I solved a problem that I had, and I shared it with the world. Right, right. No, that's beautiful. The calendar interface is just really, I don't know, it's um, it's really, yeah, it's really yeah. sharp. Yeah, really it, sharp. It, it, I mean, I would, I, would actually, I would actually feel confident and comfortable adding um, calendar events to the iPad. On the iPhone, I never really did that. I always, you know, just waited and I would like email myself a note and I would add it to the calendar on Google Calendar. Here, I would do it no problem at all. And it syncs perfectly to my Google Calendar. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is I want to say is um, browsing the web. We've already talked about how amazing it is. This, I mean, it's just like browsing the web on a regular computer minus Flash, obviously. Mm -hmm. But here's what I want to say. High Rise is amazing uh my high rise of course is how i it's my crm my 
customer relationship manager. Uh, and it's how I manage all the relationships that I have and adding all my notes, my audio notes, my PDF documents that are attached. I mean, phone numbers, uh, deals, you know, to-do list, everything. And it looks just the same on my iPad as it does on my on my 27-inch iMac. And to be honest with you, when I'm on my 27-inch iMac, I usually size my browser window that would display high-rise to about just barely bigger than what the iPad screen is. And right. it, 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 it is, it's an identical experience. And of course, with the high-rise iPhone application, which obviously also works on the iPad, I'm able to go into the high-rise uh, iPhone app and I'm able to hit and record a voice memo right from the iPad and, hit, mm-hmm. and then hit stop and then save it. And of course, that immediately syncs it to my high-rise online. And of course, that's immediately available on Safari on the web on, on, the, uh, on the iPad. So I'm All telling right. you, I'm, I'm in heaven with this thing. Yeah, and it's what's interesting to me about it is, yes, the technology is, you know, it was it was sort of weird when I first got it because I used the iPod Touch and it was just like, I don't know, it's just it really it really felt jumbo sized, and that's why I think a lot of their viewers were like, well, it kind of just feels like a big iPod Touch, and it, and it does or, or iPhone, initially, initially it does feel that way, but once it sort of becomes part of your day to day, you know, you just you just realize, yep. They did it. They created a different category, you know. Yeah. Um. And and I think they did a good job at it. They did indeed. And the other thing I was going to share with you is, um, I just had it here a second ago. Oh, the other thing is, of course, we both have you know multi or new media strategies, social networking strategies, and keeping and building relationships with people through Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Um, I want to let you know the tweet deck application is the one that I've currently chosen. I imagine yeah. it's going to be ousted by a, a better version of another Twitter app eventually. But for right now, this thing is amazing. Uh, and I, I actually spent $29 and went and got the, the iPad dock. It's just a little tiny thing that sits on your desk and it sits right inside of it. And basically it's, it's, it's like a little picture frame always in front of me. And I can just see here that, uh, you know, Aaron, you know, let's see, I think Aaron Benedict, he just said, I took a cool civics quiz and got a 77%, you know, and and if I, now if that was an important message or if I really wanted to build a relationship, I can say, Hey, congratulations on passing the quiz or whatever. Uh, you know, I, I I can just kind of see that going by and tickering by without it being up on my computer screen, but just off to the side. And, and just monitoring the conversation at th- going right. through the day. Now, I'm not sure that I'll do, I don't use that all the time, but there are times when I'm doing tasks where it's not, you know what? I'm doing a task that I can multitask doing this one. And that's when right. I can pull up TweetDeck and just kind of just be in touch and, and stay in contact with what's going on with folks. Yeah, and it's an interesting thing because it, it's interesting, Cliff, because you said you use it to sort of multitask, like it's sort of this mini computer sitting by the side. And... At the same time, one of the reasons I really like the iPad, and this is maybe surprising some people, is I can't multitask on it. Yeah, that's coming in one. the fall, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Dang it. But here's the thing. like, you know, If you want to cut and paste things and you know, maybe that's, or jump between things, maybe that's okay. But the point is you know, I, I, I get distracted, and I really appreciate that the iPad sort of said, 
Uh-oh, I lost the iPad. Sorry, there you sorry. Are. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the iPad sort of says, you know, you're going to do one thing, and then you're going to do it well, and then you're going to go do something else. Versus in my computer, I'm one keyboard short. I'm one keyboard shortcut away from, you know, another screen, another screen, another screen, right. you know? So it actually helps my productivity because I'm able to focus on that one thing. Yeah, I, I, I can see that there, though the multitasking, I think, is going to even be more helpful for me in my business. Uh, for example, I have Text Expander on there and I want to be able to just on the fly be able to use Text Expander, use my short codes in my email pl- program and just yeah. have it immediately pull up. Um, there are some other things that I'd like to be able to just continue to do two, two, three things at the same time. So right. I, I'm looking forward to the multitasking. I, I still see that as a limitation, but one that definitely isn't like, I mean, it's, it's, it's not even close to a deal breaker. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. Everybody says it doesn't multitask, but what it does do is you can play music from the device and, you know, surf the web or use an application. I mean, you, you can do that. So it does multitask in that you can play music and, you know, use an application, which frankly is what I would usually want. I would want music in the background and I would want, you know, to have uh, to be doing some work. So in that regard, I'm okay with the multitasking, you know, but part, part of it I'm sure is I don't miss it because I've never had it Yeah. Um, in the device. But yeah, I, I'll have to, I, I've been very busy today, so I haven't looked uh, I felt very good about myself today because I finally looked at Engadget once, and it was at like 3.15. So nice. usually I'm on there many more times throughout the day. But uh, yeah, I know Apple had a big announcement today. But I would just say for folks that, you know, maybe they're store owners, things like that. I mean, one, one of the things I think would be really cool, Cliff, from a, from a business perspective is how cool would it be if you're going to go register for um, your wedding that you, you know, someone hands you an iPad and says, you know, go around and, you know, and maybe it's got a scanner built in or I mean, something like that to where just I feel like the user interface is so good that that I think that it's just going to it's going to become one of those devices that's sort of universal, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And and Stephen Cross said this right when we started the episode uh, in the chat room. He said that, you know, it's the form factor like it, it's 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 the form factor of a clipboard. You know, just right. imagine all the places you've ever gone where people are, you know, hold a clipboard in one hand and and pretty much write with the other. You know, any any profession that's ever done that, this item replaces that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I could see this at, you know, going into the hospital, people, you know, doing the medical charts on an iPad. I could right. see lawyers, you know, using this. I could see. Uh, oh, that's another application I want to tell you about. Have you have you seen the. uh the dictation uh, application by Dragon, it's free right now. What? You need to go get it. All right. For the for the iPad, though? Yes. Oh, I thought it was just for the... Uh, no. It, go get it right that's away. That's the other thing. I've tried not to use very many, um, you know, I try not to get very many ones that are just iPod apps that are, you know, I've tried to get ones that are distinctly for uh, the iPad just because I don't like to blown up. Yeah. But, yeah, Dragon Dictation, I see here. Oh, there it is, free. Yeah. So, well, yeah. It's got a ton of ratings. Oh, dude, get it. Yeah. As soon as you can, because if, I mean, they, it's not going right to be free forever. Um, but yeah, Dra- yeah, Dragon Dictation, it is awesome, it is very good. And and I've only just barely been playing around with it, but um, you, it, it, it does a great job. You can just speak and it'll type up everything that you spoke. I mean, it it, it is surprisingly good. And there's some tutorials yeah. online to help you 
to to figure out how to do it even better. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool app. That's a very cool app. Yeah, I've used it in the past. I, I updated a Windows 7 from Vista. Uh, and the, the program, I, the Dragon version I had didn't work for 7. So if anybody wants a free Dragon Naturally Speaking software for Windows, let me know. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, those are those are the main business uses I have, and, and and how it's helping me is it's helping me, like I said, uh, my personal development. You know, consuming more inspirational content for me was was really the 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 kicker for me. That's what really motivated me to buy this device. Yeah, I I I, I had no idea how I was going to use it. Um, in my day-to-day life until I had it. And now that I have it, you know, it really is filling some really cool niches. And, um, yeah. And and I think for folks that, you know, how does this apply to your business? I think that you should, frankly, if you think it might in any way, shape or form, pick one up and then, um, you know, bring it to work with you and see how it might implement into your, uh, or integrate into, into what you do. Um, you know, James from Tennessee asked about it having an app you can just write on. And yeah, it's got some doodle apps that you can take notes on. I was explaining something to one of my clients today just by sketching on it. And yep. uh, that helped. That helped. They'll help them understand it and have to break out a piece of paper. And, you know, there's not very many uh, applications on a desktop that would be as fluid or as easy to work with. So, um, yeah, usually, I mean, like they say, there's an app for that. There's there's going to be an app for almost everything. So, um, you know, I'd say get one and and uh, just see how it implements. I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of case you, you, you end up getting, Cliff. I've, this is funny. Mine is still literally in the plastic wrap that it came in. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to take it out until I get a right case and cover it and the other stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, folks, I'll tell you, uh, if you want to follow up on iPad stuff, uh, I have another podcast I do, helpigotamac.com. And, of course, we did a whole view, uh, review of it there even further than this. Uh, and of course, we're going to be continuing to talk about a lot of applications there, not just business related, but just a lot of fun related stuff there as well. That's helpigotamac.com. Also, I uh, want to tell you about the fact that we finally launched the Virtual Assistant Podcast, which you can find at virtualassistantpodcast.com. If you have questions about hiring a virtual assistant, how it might help you to be more productive and delegate things more effectively, that's what the podcast is about. And again, that's at virtualassistantpodcast.com. And of course, you do want to check out Be a Better Dad. What is it? Be a Better Dad? Be a Better Husband. Ah, sorry. Podcast.com. Exactly. Be a Better Husband Podcast.com. I just subscribed to episode 000 before I started this show. It's the best minute and a half of your life. I promise. There you go. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll be back next week and maybe even with different theme music. Until then, (laughs) join the community. (laughs) 